When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's Thursday! <laughs> On the Colleen and Bradley Show, my talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. I have to tell you really quickly, before we get to the topic at hand, that when I was in Chicago over the weekend, yeah, I was yeah. in a gift shop and uh-huh. that song was playing. Only it was the actual version and not the remix. Oh, and I was like, "Why is it so, so slow? slow?" Yeah, no, the remix is always better. I know, it's way peppier. And you are getting the remix of the Colleen and Bradley show today on My Talk One Hundred Seven One. And um, I would just like to give a high five to the Swifties. Swifties. <laughs> Swifties are moving the noodle with Ticketmaster. So the last three days, it's been a journey. Two days. Today's day three of the Taylor Swift Ticketmaster journey. Yeah. It's a debacle. It's an unraveling. Let me just really quickly bring you up Did to speed. Did you get tickets? No. Okay. So I'm going to bring you up to speed on my about, problem. Yeah. Thank you for asking. I sat in that damn queue. Yeah. Well, throughout the show. Because I kept looking over and I was like, why is she on her phone? Because she was, yeah, she was in her Taylor Swift queue. 2,000 plus people ahead of me. Then I get, I, I'm all the way home and I have my phone open. I'm ready to do business. I'm ready to per- make purchase. I'm ready to um, like make that dynamic pricing my B word. I'm like all about this in this moment. Suddenly the line that had not been moving just starts like going very quickly. I'm like, oh, it's almost, it's going to happen. Yeah, there you go. Beep, boop, 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 beep, boop, 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 beep. And then I look at the little message on the screen that says all the tickets that were set aside for this pre-sale are gone now. Oh, so you got in only to find out there's nothing left. Bye. Yay. So oh. I would like to, I would like to invite Ticketmaster to send somebody over to my house to regretfully inform my almost 13-year-old daughter and my husband and my other children who were going to also go, possibly, that their mother could not get tickets because Ticketmaster is a disaster. How dare Ticket they? disaster, more like. Okay, well. Ticketmaster is, well, n- nobody is a fan right now of Ticketmaster, least of all the fans, but... I'm assuming that artists are not too happy with this bad publicity either. Well, I would like to hear from more artists, uh, but I do know that the Swifties yeah, are squawking. Taylor? Because she, she's always, you know, she's always ready to, one would think. you know, challenge the patriarchy. Come on! 
on. <laughs> Apply it to Ticketmaster, well, man. Well, let me tell you about the politicians who are using their voices. Oh, good. Right now. Actual this politicians. Is, Here's this is a crossover story for you. Right? So the thing that I find really... Well, the thing I... I, like, I just wasn't paying attention and contextualizing this, but, like, the real big problem happened, of course, when Ticketmaster and Live Nation merged. And they had some things in place in that contract that were supposed to prevent this type of behavior, allegedly. Oh, right. That worked. Obviously, it did not. So let me just name off some people who you might be familiar with. Amy Klobuchar. Oh, Senator from Minnesota. Shout out. What does uh, Ms. Klobuchar have to say? So she, I don't call her Amy because she's a senator. She is a senator. Senator Amy Klobuchar. Same terms. Okay. She wrote an open letter to the CEO of Ticketmaster that essentially said she has, quote, serious concerns about the company's operations following the service meltdown that, as we know, happened on Tuesday. Um, to In the letter to CEO Michael Rapino, this and now I'm literally reading directly from the CNN article because I'm going to do that thing that you do when you are like, they said Minnesota. Uh, the Democrat from Minnesota and chair of the Senate Judiciary Subcommittee on Competition Policy, Antitrust, and Consumer Rights wrote that complaints from the Swift fans unable to buy tickets for her upcoming tour, in addition to criticism about high fees, suggest that the company continues to abuse its market positions. Mm. So thank you, Senator Stop Amy Klobuchar. Stop abusing your market positions. Yeah. I do that all the time at the farmer's market. Do you? I abuse my market positions. Tell me more about that. I just try to get the best produce I can. Listen, I think that's your right and your privilege. The farmer's market. Now, the other person who's getting involved is Tennessee Attorney General, um, or the, I should say, the Tennessee Attorney General, yeah. Jonathan Scrimetti. Oh, what's he up to? Well, he says that these antitrust violations could be an issue for Ticketmaster. And so he's uh, concerned that the company lacks competition be. uh, because the company lacks competition. Yeah. Uh, and uh, as a result of that, uh, he is uh, starting an investigation or opening an investigation about their business practices. Uh, you know, I'm happy to see that people I mean, this is like politicians, you know, sort of trolling pop culture for an issue. But I'm fine with it in this case because it's an actual issue that average everyday folk who like to go to concerts can relate to right? is it the most pressing probably not but hey in this world if you can do anything go for it right yeah so i just is this a bipartisan issue um you know what this is a good question i would like to see more people uh get on and by the way i, Call I actually your congress person i know that there are petitions out there oh, i mean sure. believe now what's interesting is i continue to hear through social media from people who want to draw my attention to, or our attention, or the people's attention to the fact that this is not the first time that this has happened. Obviously, we know that this happened with Adele. We know that this has happened with other uh, artists. It's just that the Swifties are already kind of an organized Yeah, they're an army. Crew. They're a fan right. army. And so this is like an interesting moment where a group of people who are already sort of mobilized are going to make some waves. They're going to make, they're going to make changes. And I like it. The people have spoken. 
I still don't have Taylor Swift tickets. Yeah, well, you're uh, the, here's the thing, and we've been saying this all week. So if you're just joining us and wondering why are you talking about Taylor Swift tickets, because that's all anybody's been talking about this week, is everybody tried to get them, nobody could get them. A lot of you realized for the first time that Ticketmaster kind of sucks mm-hmm. when it comes to pre-sales and dynamic pricing, and all those things are sort of hitting a bunch of people in the face for the first time. Welcome. A lot of us have uh, had this issue since the pandemic. And, you know, you can forgive people a little bit of chaos and confusion. But when and before, and you just have to believe that the Taylor Swift machine is pulling its hair out at this point because it's not good advertising. I will tell you that just a cursory troll of Twitter, I found several and Instagram. I had several, you know, memes and and poking fun mm-hmm. at Ticketmaster in the Taylor Swift concert at my disposal. And that's not something you want when you're trying to make a bunch of money off fans. The last thing you want is a bunch of, you know, trolly fans to, to get real trolly. Right. When they try and what I will, but it will be interesting to see. And now I'm pivoting to a different part of the conversation. It'll be interesting to see if that affects Taylor Swift and artists directly or if fans somehow keep them separated because to me there's responsibility on the part of the artist well especially if I'm being really honest and listen I I I would uh I would I would do a lot of things uh for Taylor Swift but when she said I'm not going to do the dynamic pricing you know she sounded really involved in this like she understood what the potential pitfalls would be and that she was as the artist like making sure that wasn't going to happen. I trusted her. And what I've learned is I can't trust Taylor Swift. And and honestly, I I actually think it's pretty gross that she has not said a word yet. And I just took a little uh journey over to her Twitter. Yeah, because again, she's been vocal in other yes. issues that are important to her and the industry. And she has said nothing. Her silence is Deafening. I will say I wouldn't be surprised if by the end of the week we get some something out of her. Like, hey, you guys, I know things are really crazy right now. Mm-hmm. It's me. Hi, I'm the problem. It's Ticketmaster. Yeah, exactly. Well, yes. And also, mm-hmm. she's not going to own it, but she will. She You're right. She's not going to own it, but she will hopefully at least acknowledge it. And I bet that would go a long way with fans, although they're not going to solve the problem. Maybe she's working on a problem. Knowing that Taylor Swift, she's, you know. Uh, knocking some heads together well, right now. I, busy, sure hope so. I sure hope so. I hope that she's so busy knocking heads together. That's why she's not tweeting about this. But I can see that she is definitely not tweeting about this. Do you know that she follows zero people on Twitter? Oh, that's great. Wow. I didn't realize, like, I, I never, that's unique. She's not alone. That is unique. <laughs> That's true. I suppose you're right. I wish right. I followed less people on mm. Twitter. Well, it goes to show she's not interested in having a dialogue Apparently with not. She's not. It's fine. But soon her fans are going to start at, like, you know, they're going to have the pitchforks and those pitchforks are going to start marching towards, mm-hmm. you know, the castle that she lives in. It's only moments before they turn on her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> have you met the world we live in today? Oh, I've seen. I've, I've been trying to observe Your carefully. fans will turn on you all the time constantly no i don't i don't think that's true with taylor swift but i do think that at a certain point people are going to start squawking like hey well, um they're going to want to hear from their mama yeah exactly. you know I, I and i say that being one like i would like to hear from you taylor tell me what you have to say about this T- show me some empathy 
for what people are going through yeah. trying to get tickets to your Ding Dang concert, trying to give you our money. I'm trying to give you my money. Taylor, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Holly Roberts is going to give us all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a, I'm here. You are here. Thank Hi. you for speaking up. Holly Roberts is going to give us all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert after this on My Talk 1071. Make your move. The Snyder Team. Come on in, my talkers. Bradley here. You know, at some point, most of us are going to be faced with helping a family member transition from the home they've lived in for years to a place that they can get care and support that they need. Maybe you're dealing with that right now. It can be a difficult, complicated journey, but luckily, I know someone who can help you through that process. Her name is Jennifer Snyder, and the whole Snyder team with eXp Realty have helped hundreds of families in this exact situation. They work with you to coordinate all the complicated moving parts from organization and estate sale planning to staging and selling the home. In addition to helping families buy and sell homes for the last 25 years, Jennifer is specially trained as a senior advisor in real estate. She understands it can be difficult and she knows how to help navigate through difficult times. Families like my talk listener, Katie's. Jennifer helped Katie's mom and dad transition to assisted living. If you have this issue or you will be facing it soon, call Jennifer at the SnyderTeam.com. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Oh, don't choke on your nuts there, Colleen. I'm sorry. They're just right in my throat. Oh. This is the... Wait, what are we doing? Ah, it's time for a Dirt, dirt alert. alert. Holly Roberts. Oh. Well, work on those nuts, Colleen, while I, I tell you about Meghan Markle and Prince Harry heading to the Netflix queue. People has learned that their documentary will drop sometime next month. Ooh. Oh, fun. Yes. Now, we don't really know what this docu-series is exactly going to be chronicling, but we know that it's going to be happening. So there have been cameras spotted following Meghan and Harry at such events as the Invictus Games at The Hague back in April and uh, some other locations out and about, but... It will be fascinating to see what they how they want to present themselves to the public I, in docu series form. Yeah, like I'm interested. I'll watch because I'm fascinated by generally the royals. Um, but honestly, I don't feel like we're going to get too many deep insights. I just feel like they're going to hold a lot of stuff too close to the chest for our you know reality obsessed minds. Yeah, right. Well, exactly. That's why I say it will be interesting. How they want us to perceive them, mm-hmm. Meghan Markle yeah, and Prince point. Harry. This is going to be a reading of a text, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, looking for what they're leaving out. And you know, is yeah. this gonna? Is this a public relations thing? Yeah. So we're not that, getting the Osbournes here. No, we're not getting the yeah. Osbournes. We're not going to see Harry and Meghan hanging around in their Grundies. No. around the house yelling at each other. No, Mm-mm. no, she will not be asking. Uh, Harry, if it is tuna or chicken that she is eating. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. So, a la newlyweds. You'd hope not. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAP Podcast. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. That's that's why it's not going to be as fun. Right. No, I don't. You know, the Harry and Meghan docuseries, the word fun is not top of mind. Not really curated. Correct. Yeah. Yes. You just curated that word so wonderfully. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Well curated. Yeah. Uh, Pete Davidson and Emily Ratajkowski got cozy in some pictures that have leaked since their dating Mm -hmm. rumors started. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Somebody learned how to publishationship. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. yeah. They're in the hallway of somebody's apartment building and they're getting cozy and they're already wearing matching outfits. Well, it's just a matter of time before he gets his first... Emily Ratajkowski tattoo. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, if he it could have already, already happened. Gotten, exactly. Yeah. He's running out of tattoo real estate on his body, you that know, Pete Davidson. I don't know who said this, but my husband says this about Pete Davidson and about Adam Levine. And he heard it from somebody else, but it is so, it just brings you to a place. He said they look like people who just walked into a tattoo parlor and were like, whatever you got. Give me tattoos. Like, yeah. And just let everybody draw all over them. It's like a doodle pad. I do just want to draw your conspiratorial minds to this little tidbit. Ooh. Guess who premiered on the Kardashians last night? Uh, Pete Davidson. Mm-hmm. Like they actually showed his whole body and not just like a hand. Well, I don't know what it meant because I didn't actually watch. Oh. But I just saw the headline that he made his debut on the Kardashians. And I thought, oh, interesting that the week he makes his debut, we're also talking about his new relationship. Mm-hmm. It's almost oh. like he knows what he's doing. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was born at no, I actually wasn't born at night anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, he learned from the best. I mean, let's be real, real, yeah, right? Like he uh, he picked up some tips. Went to let's Chris say. Chris Jenner University. Just the tips. Mm-hmm. Uh, Quentin Tarantino is lamenting the state of mo- the modern movie going experience. So he was on a podcast. And he says that he feels that current day movie offerings from Hollywood are some of the worst in decades. And in fact, the worst in American film history. Oh, okay, that's bold. Yeah, he's making some bold, bold statements. Now, Quentin Tarantino said, even though the 80s was the time that I probably saw more movies in my life than ever, at least as far as going to the movies was concerned, I do feel that 80s cinema is, along with the 50s, the worst era in Hollywood history, matched only by now. Ooh, oh. Okay, well, so all he's basically saying is like movies are crap. Yeah. With the exception of a few movies I made and maybe mm-hmm. some like other ones 70s I like. Euro <laughs> flicks. I don't know. Like, what is he saying exactly? Well, I'm going to read what he's saying is that the movie business is going through mm, some transition and competition. Mm-hmm. Same like but it they did always in always Yeah, but same in the 80s. So the 80s, they had to fight against cable television. The 50s, they had to fight against television. You guys, I'm in And a- now... Okay, can I just point this out, conspiratorial mind? I interrupted oh. you. Do you want to continue, I just Colleen? wanted to say this. This is just like my offering to the conversation in general. The only thing constant 
is change. Yes, Bradley? Quentin Tarantino reveals plans to shoot an eight-episode TV series next year. Oh. Tell me more about how movies are destroying, or uh, TV is destroying the movies. Okay. Do we have any more information on that? Would this be a documentary series? Would this be a fiction series? Because he just dropped a book. It says the filmmaker wasn't forthright with narrative or production. Foot. What did you say? I said I hope it wasn't on his foot. Uh, that would hurt. Oh, the filmmaker. Like that, though. That's true. He's got the He's got the foot thing. Yeah. Yeah. The filmmaker wasn't forthright with narrative or production details. This is according to a variety report around the project. Tarantino has worked in television before directing two episodes of CSI crime scene investigation. Isn't that just what CSI is called? Mm -hmm. They're like CSI crime scene investigation in 2005. Also, they had to clarify it wasn't crazy, stupid idiots. Thank you. Thank you, variety. Uh, Also, (laughs) he was on an episode of the Golden Girls impersonating. Yep. Elvis. Next. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, Quentin Tarantino, cinephile, has I mean, having I, opinions. I appreciate his like reading of like you, you pointed out very well that like he was very specific in his criticism, but it just seems like same old story. Yeah. Different decade. Mm-hmm. Right. And same problem. It's like we're almost in some kind of weird time loop where time repeats itself all the time. Oh. Yeah. That would explain why I look outside and it's gray and snowy. No, the sun was out for a second. No, oh, it's gone it now. Bye. Yeah. It was it for really a little while. No, you're yeah. lying. It's no, I nice. almost told you to look I outside. I don't Sorry. even. I'm not entertained. Bradley, <laughs> I was in St. Louis Park. Before I came to the station, and and the sun was out. What? For ten, Why didn't they tell? An for, alarm for should go off in the building. Minutes, right? Look, well, I drove from St. Paul, where there was practically a blizzard this morning, yeah, mm-hmm. over to <laughs> over to St. Louis Park, where the sun was shining. Everybody was walking around in their bathing suits. It was nuts. Also, can I just? Bradley, I think you are onto something. You know how we get those alerts on our phone? Yeah. And everybody Sunlight. gets them at the same time. We should get one when the sun comes out. It should tell us. So we can drop everything, go outside, and just mm. recharge. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, 100%. Well, mm-hmm. the sun's going to be back this weekend along with the sub-zero temperatures. But before we get to that, let's talk Thanks, about Holly. Tori Spelling <laughs> celebrating Dean oh, McDermott's birthday. No, oh. she's not supposed to because they're not on good terms, even though they're totally on good terms. But why? Yeah, well, over on her Instagram stories, she gave a shout-out to her estranged husband, Dean McDermott, on his birthday, saying, Happy birthday to a great dad of six. And she tagged him. Interesting choice of words, don't you think? Or lack of words, anyone? Which word am I missing? Exactly. Oh. No, I mean, (laughs) what is... Is this a riddle? (laughs) Happy birthday to a great dad of six. Uh, And not husband. husband. Thank you. Oh, we got there. I was not quick on the uptake today. The brain trust. You got there. You got there. Interesting. Holly... Thank you for that dirt alert. Thank you. And when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Holly's going to bring us some pop culture mysteries to solve in the form of blind items. Uh, She'll deliver them. We'll try to solve them in this segment that we cleverly call Blinded by the Item. Uh, When we come back right here on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. We 
We've got some pop culture mysteries to solve on the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk 1071, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And uh, we're going to do that in the form of blind items. Holly's going to bring them to us. We'll try to solve them in this segment. We call it Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. Blind items here. Blind items there. Blind items everywhere. I didn't know Dr. Seuss was coming today. I mean, if only. Let's solve this. Okay. Gossip in the hat. Mm-hmm. In one of the very few nights, he actually spends the night in his wife's bed. Mm. It is the best time to try and get clout, go clout chasing by putting, putting her on live. Mm-hmm. What he is trying to do to the permanent A-list singer, in quotation marks, is to get her to go on when she is at her worst. So when he makes a move... People will sympathize. Mm, Sam Asgari and Britney Spears. Yes. Ugh. Mm-hmm. So, in one of the very few nights that Sam Asgari actually spends the night with Britney Spears, is it the best time to try and go clout chasing by putting her on Instagram Live? So, what Sam Asgari possibly is trying to do here is to get Britney Spears to go on when she's at her worst. So, when Sam Asgari makes a move, People will sympathize so with gross. him. That's nasty. It's so gross. And we're going to talk about it a little bit later in That's the show. Nasty. But I just, ugh. What a huge, like, well, it's just violation. It's so obvious. It's so obvious that, right. you know, there, these rumors are out there and, you know, they want to disprove them. And he is, you know, I just keep your eye on that mm-hmm. one. I'm just saying. She is not in a, a safe place, I don't feel like, and I just want people to take care of her, oh, even though she needs to take care of herself. Right? That's been the issue. So, Brittany. Ugh, it's complicated. But, because you can just hear it's awkward, it's uncomfortable. You can just hear, like, she's like, what are you talking about? Like, why are you Instagram living something? Mm-hmm. Ugh. It's, Yeah. This is Brittany. This is a woman who doesn't trust anybody. And you think this is a good idea. Right. Anyway, we'll talk about it. Oh, we will talk about it. Mm. By the meanwhile, meanwhile, talk about this. Okay. This former Disney star turned A-list singer says when she goes on tour, she won't charge more than $100 for a ticket. And that would be for the very front row. Okay, so nice that's got to be like Olivia Rodrigo. And also, okay, like, I've heard that before. Mm-hmm. Well, Olivia Rodrigo was saying it again, that when she goes on tour, she won't charge more than $100 for a ticket, and that would be for the very front front row. Ha-ha. I mean, I long for those days. Um, I'm not probably going to go see Olivia Rodrigo. I would like other artists to say that. Taylor Swift. <laughs> Yeah, and also it's like, you know, if one person does it, great. But like, it, unless there's a system wide or an industry wide change, it's you're just going to end up in this space constantly. Yeah, and like it's just absurd that in the year 2022, I always want to say 23 because I'm already there because um, <laughs> I'm done with this year. Uh, all of them. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but it it just seems like you should not have to deal with this level of technological incompetence in the country that invented the internet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like you, you can't predict how many people are going to show up to buy tickets for Taylor Swift and then make the bandwidth available that you handed out the codes for. 
Like, that's the other thing that makes me... Cr- Sorry, now we're on Ticketmaster, but, mm-hmm. like, they handed out the codes. They knew exactly how many codes there were out there, which means they knew exactly how many people would be rushing to get tickets. Yeah. Like, come on. I was born... I wasn't mm-hmm. even born at night. Also, somebody like Olivia Rodrigo, while they might be very, very popular, the actual power that they have, even within their own career... right. To be able to make a bold statement like that, if they did, yeah. because this is just gossip. Right. Uh, skeptical on that. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. Good point. Good point. Yeah. So many good points. Everybody's got a good point today. You Very get a pointy. point. We all get a point. Here's another celebrity gossip mystery. There's a lot of buzz right now about whether there is going to be a biopic about this permanent A-list legend. Disco and otherwise. Now, the problem is the mogul has some rights that he needs to sign away before it can happen. So there can't be anything he thinks of negative about him that would be in it. A disco person? Well, yeah. I mean, there's a couple folks. There are two okay. pe- There are two singers that we need to focus on. And male, then, it sounds like? Uh, singers are female. The mogul is male. Oh. Uh, oh, so these are different. Oh, okay. So we've got two possible singers, okay. and it would make sense. Uh, specifically one where the mogul maybe has some personal things that they don't want to be talked the about. The mogul's a part of the singer's story? Yes. Got it. Well, my first thought was Cher, because we haven't seen a biopic from her yet. Yes, oh. one of them is Cher. Mm-hmm. But I don't know who the mogul is. Mm-hmm. They dated at one point in time back in the 70s. Oh, so it's not uh, Larry Fortinsky that was Elizabeth Taylor. Um, <laughs> no, it's not. Do we know this mogul? Yes. Do we talk about this mogul? Um, we have in the past. Now, the mogul works for both folks. David Geffen? Yes. No. Oh. Mm. Because. I didn't know they dated. Yes, they did. And then Cher dumped David Geffen for Greg Allman. And then became Cher Allman. Yeah. Not to be confused with the Allman Brothers. I did just eat well, almonds. Greg Allman was a part of the Allman Brothers. No, I know. I'm just saying she wasn't. <laughs> yeah, well, that's unfortunate. <laughs> Truly, um, that's unfortunate. That would have been fun. Cher and the Allman Brothers. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so there's another singer, and it's disco-ish. Yes. Now, this person, probably most likely it. Now, um, David Geffen was this person's label boss at one point in Is time. Is this person still alive? No. Donna Summer? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, either a Cher biopic or a Donna Summer biopic, most folks leaning towards Donna Summer because the blind item does emphasize disco. Apparently, it's being stalled because David Geffen doesn't want to sign some paperwork because mm-hmm. he doesn't want to be put on the spot for things. Interesting. Interesting. Okay, I, that's a story I want to know, though. I think a lot of people have an idea about Donna Summer, but they don't necessarily know this actual human story right exactly uh can i just pause for one moment and refer back to a a blind item we just read and read an email about it yes so the olivia rodrigo not wanting to charge more than a hundred dollars for even just the front row seats we got this from sonia she said oh really olivia i just took my tween to your concert at the armory last april and we were not in the front row we had premium seating, and each ticket was $175, which isn't horrible, but it's not less than $100. Oh. Mm. Mm. Calling her out. I mean, you know, she's not wrong. 
if right? she's not wrong. I mean, I'm assuming that Sonia's not wrong. She, I think, yeah. She sounds like she knows what yeah. she spent. Yeah. Uh, Holly, next. Blinded by Let's do it. You're just flying through them today, yes. Holly. Here's another one. This former A-list actress slash reality star slash naked model is the third celebrity to be shot at this week. Oof. NT Lawyer says, I wonder what they know. <gasps> Who Ooh. was that? I saw the headline, the car got shot at. Denise Richards and her oh, husband. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. And she's the third one? Apparently. Oh, because we didn't Weird. hear about the other two. Well, maybe they didn't want to let people know that their cars mm. were shot at. Interesting. But Denise Richards did put it on blast. And what NT Lawyer is saying is that Denise Richards is the third celebrity be- to be shot at this week. And he ponders, I wonder what they know. Oof. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he's going to make it a conspiracy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He likes to do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That- I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. That is interesting because that is it was such a bizarre story. Um, she and her husband were driving and they were driving slowly and they are characterizing it in the news as a road rage incident, I believe. Yes. Because they were driving uh, slowly because they were looking for the turn to go in. And that's when it happened. I mean, it's terrifying. Yeah. But I, interesting. You you have to check yourself these days. You got to be real careful on the road because you mm-hmm. don't know who's behind you, who's in front of you or who's Mm-hmm. In a bush somewhere, and what mood? Yeah. yeah, they might be in. Drive safely, mm-hmm. everyone. Mm-hmm. Do you you got a shorty? Yeah, okay. Okay. Anti uh, lawyer sometimes wonders if the actor boyfriend of the A plus list singer will ever talk about his days in drama school and what he knows about the disgraced actor. Anti's lawyer's guess is that he will keep it to himself. Oh. Is the disgrace actor like a Kevin Spacey? And did you say theater actor? Um, actor, boyfriend. Make, actor, boy- actor boyfriend. Actor uh, boyfriend. Well, I would imagine that this person has a theater background. Actor boyfriend of Kevin Spacey? No. Wait, can you give us the beginning part of it again? So, NT Lawyer says, I sometimes wonder if the actor boyfriend of the A-plus list singer will ever oh, talk about his days oh, in drama school oh. and what he knows about the disgraced actor being Kevin Spacey. NT Lawyer this, says he's probably going to keep it to himself. Is this boyfriend a homosexual boyfriend? Uh, no. Oh, okay. Because I didn't know if that was like the connection. Yeah. Like, I think it's the acting class piece. So he it. was in an acting class that I'm guessing Kevin Spacey Actor taught. Boyfriend of a singer. A plusless singer. Yes. Now, this person did um, attend various drama institutions and has their BA in acting. Congrats. Orlando Bloom. Good guess, but wrong. No. Wrong um, guess. Okay, so then they went th- to the Royal Center Central oh, so School of which, Speech and Drama, which makes sense if it's a Brit because we know he spent a bunch of time over there. True. 
And the singer would... Oh. Oh? Think about it. Mm-hmm. Think I'm about trying it. to. Mm-hmm. It's me. Hi. I'm the problem. It's Joe Alwyn. Stop it. <gasps> yeah. Interesting. So, mm. NT Lawyer sometimes wonders if Joe Alwyn will ever talk about his days in drama school and what he knows about Kevin Spacey. Now, mm. NT Lawyer's guess is that Joe Alwyn's going to keep the gossip to himself. Well... That wouldn't surprise me because Joe mm-hmm. Alwyn is a very private person, evidenced by the fact that you never see him in public. So mm-hmm. not surprising, but also interesting because crossover, like he would know all sorts of things. I mean, the British theater crowd, acting crowd is small enough mm-hmm. that you would imagine he would have had several instances to work with or be in similar circles as Kevin mm-hmm. Spacey. When we return, thank you, Holly. Thank you. For those wine ah, items. Good juicy bits yes. today, Holly. Yes, I loved your juicy bits. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, you guys, I can't wait to read you what Zoe Kravitz said about this paparazzi photograph of her and Channing Tatum. The very first time we saw them out in public together, I can't wait to read you what she said about how that picture happened you're gonna plot after this on my talk 1071. It's happening. You gotta look right now, real quick. There it is. Bye. Really? Uh, <laughs> but I'll take it. I'll take it. Accept what is gifted on the Colleen and Bradley show by Talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hi. Speaking of gifts, today, as Holly just said, is give to the max day. So don't forget to give. Give it. Get to that t shirt. gets you a limited edition makes you look fabulous thank you very much um okay remember zoe kravitz and channing tatum they like pop out every once in a while and like go to erewhon and walk hand in hand or like walk down the streets of new york together right yeah absolutely and they've been doing this since the pandemic since the pandemic since they were doing um we got word that they were uh, filming Zoe Kravitz's movie that we can't say the f- actual name of, but we will call it P Island, which also sounds terrible. Pussy cat. There you go. That I mean, you can island. say pussy cat. It's true. just not the cat part. Yeah, so and it's you, you know what we're an talking island about. in that mm-hmm. realm. Any whoozy whatsy? Okay, so the Brits would call it Fanny Island. That's true. Let's call it that. Okay, so do you remember one of the first times we saw them out and about? I remember it very clearly because we were like, what is actually going on here? Channing Tatum was on a bike and it looked like a small BMX bike, like a kid's BMX bike. And she was getting a buck on the back wheel and like holding on to him. And these were the first paparazzi shots that indicated that these two might have a little romance blooming, right? Yeah. And it was, you know, like as far as paparazzi photographs go, it's one of those ones that looks like a little too good, like a little too like studio for it. To, it's, it's not like a long grainy lens. Yeah. No, it's, it's an obvious paparazzi stroll. Okay. Not when she talks about it. Oh. I mean, it was obvious to us. Yeah. But this, by the way, was um, August of 2021 that we first saw this photograph. 
And she, you know, she's doing a lot of talking lately, which makes me wonder, like, why are we talking? Because we don't know yet when, when that movie's coming out. But she does Fanny have Island something. There's something. She she was just on the cover of something. Oh, you're right. Mm-hmm. There's a reason what. we're talking about Zoe Kravitz right now. Yeah. Oh, GQ. Is that what she's on the cover of? Sounds good. Okay. Well, this is what she said to GQ. She said, you know, you want to keep it sacred and private, meaning her relation, their, your relationship, as long as you can, so that you don't even have to think about what the world thinks about it. Okay. So that's, you know, that was a line. But then she explains what happened during that photograph. Oh, she was the superhero of the year. That's why. Oh, okay. Mm. Oh, that makes sense. 2022 Fashion Awards. Uh, so she said that she was walking to her writing partner's house. And Channing Tatum decided to tag along on his bike. And as soon as they got outside, she realized that it was really hot outside. Okay. And then Channing was like, hey, hop on. I'll give you a ride. She says, I was sweating. And he was like, get on the bike. I'll ride you over and you can relax. And so that's when the paparazzi just happened to show just up. Just happened to show oh. up and get that picture. We that don't buy. We don't buy that. No, of course not. It's such a you know. It's like that's my favorite thing about these paparazzi st- strolls is that they they're actors, of course, right? So they have to have like the motivation and the backstory. So they're gonna spin a tale about it and try to make us think like how cute. He just offered her. It was hot outside. Yeah, I know. It was just totally natural. He was like, it's honey, natural. I'll, do, uh, I'll do the work. I was just you there. just hop on the back. You know, it happens all the time. This celebrity, that celebrity, they're just hanging out. But Oh, camera. Yeah. So that's how that happened. She said, he's just a wonderful human. He makes me laugh. And we both really love art and talking about art and the ex- exploration of why we do what we do. We love to watch a film and break it down and talk about it and challenge each other. Um... So they're real. Of course they are. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it doesn't surprise me that she does a cover story and she's got to have a backstory for the qu- the thing that everybody's going to ask her about, which is, of course, her relationship with Channing Tatum. So but, not a surprise in the least. But, you know, oftentimes when we see a couple together who work on a project together, whenever you hear about them, it is usually in service of whatever that project is, or or at least it ramps up when that project becomes closer And we know that this project was filming in 2021. And here we are at the bitter end of 2022. Look up Fanny Island and try to tell me when it's coming out. Well, I think that the key to that, though, was, and I think we speculated about this at the time. And Holly, I remember you brought this up, too. The idea that at the time we this issue was like they were bringing attention to this project, probably because they needed some financing. Mm-hmm. And so right. it might still be that we need it. Like just because it's not always like for the rollout of the film. That's the obvious moment when you're going to. And I guarantee we'll get another origin story or another leg, another chapter in the tale between these two. Kratom. Mm-hmm. Isn't that what we call yes. them? Yes. Yeah. Because I forgot what we called them because they go into hiding every once in a yeah, while. They, they were out and then maybe it worked and then, you know. Well, and we have to remind folks that Zoe Kravitz and Channing Tatum are together because soon we're going to get a lot of Channing Tatum in our lives because the new trailer for Magic Mike 3 just dropped uh, this week. That movie's coming out in March. Well, I, just, wait. Uh, I feel like publicists like work overtime trying to braid together the timelines of people's projects being rolled out. Uh, 
the other question that I had was about the Batman. That came out in the spring? Yeah, that went, came and went. Yeah. That was the last role that she's had mm-hmm. on her IMDb was her Catwoman role. Okay. So yeah, just to give so, context yeah, for that like makes sense, what's though. around, that's really the only thing that I see right now, which is nothing. I mean, we're not talking about her because of Batman, no. but it certainly is part of the story, I know. It definitely makes sense and and like yeah, so like we had a little like spike and then we had a little lull and now we're going to spike again. So just get ready. You're, you're going to see him giving her a, yeah, a buck also on good his bike for a lot. Their career. Yeah. yeah. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, we do have to get the Cobra gang together. We got to talk about that Britney and Sam Hasgari video, that Instagram live. Oof. Awkward. We'll talk about that when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 107.1.